Padama Karuna Pahudvi Janna Nithai Goda Chandra Padama Karuna Pahudvi Janna Nithai Goda Chandra Padama Karuna Pahudvi Janna Nithai Goda Chandra. So, this song that I am singing and I will be explaining is very, very close to me. Very, very, very dear. Here we are at the end of February, coming towards March. And in 1975, I was a brahmachari then, and I was traveling around the country distributing books. So at that time in 1975, I was in Atlanta, Georgia. And at that time, Prabhupada arrived. And he arrived, and it was the morning. So that Atlanta temple, Prabhupada's, this is his Vyasa-san. So in that temple, his Vyasa-san was in the back, facing directly the altar. And the temple at that time, the main deities were Lord Nityananda and Chaitanya, Gornitai. And the room was filled with Mostly young 20-year-old brahmacharis who had been traveling around the country and living in buses, distributing books and collecting donations. So the room was packed. Prabhupada sat down and he started to speak. And somehow or other, I was right close to where Prabhupada was. I could see him like this far away, like you were sitting there, so I was sitting there, Prabhupada. Prabhupada was looking at the beautiful Gornitai deities. He started to speak. And all of a sudden, after just a few words, his voice choked up. Because he was looking at Gornitai and he was saying, oh, they are so merciful. And then all of a sudden, I could see it. A tear came from Prabhupada's face. And Prabhupada couldn't speak. He was so emotional. And the whole temple room was like, what? What do we do now? You could hear a pin drop. Then after a few moments, Prabhupada excused himself. He said he couldn't, he couldn't continue. So word got down through the Hare Krishna grapevine that Prabhupada was going to sing a song in the evening. And Prabhupada wanted everyone to learn this song, the song I started to sing that I'm going to talk about. So it was in the evening. Again, the temple room was filled with devotees. And they had a tape recorder set up, big four-track, reel-to-reel tape recorder. 
So Prabhupada took his kartals and sang the same tune. Padama karuna pahudvijana nithagoda chandra. I still can't remember that melody. I've been looking for that recording, but I can't find it. I wish I could get that recording. So Prabhupada sang the song with kartals. Then he asked for Amradanga. So there was Amradanga and it was brought up. And then they took a microphone and set it up so that Prabhupada could overdub, record the drum on because it was a four track tape recorder. So he could overdub the Mridanga. So we heard the playback of Prabhupada's voice and the Kartals and Prabhupada then added Mridanga. So this was so amazing to see. Not only was Prabhupada a great uh, scholar, a great preacher, but for me personally, I saw, ah, my Guru Maharaj is a great musician. Because I fancy myself as a musician. So I was like, ah, my Guru, he is a great musician. And then one more story around this same time. So a few days later was the Sunday feast like we are having here. And... I believe it was midday Sunday feast like we are doing now. So Prabhupada gave his lecture and then he asked for questions. Now this time I was up by where the deities were and Prabhupada was way in the back. So after the lecture Prabhupada indicated that questions could be asked. So I was thinking, this might be my only chance. So a few people, they raised their hands. And all the way in the back, I raised my hand. And I said, Prabhupada, what pleases you the most? Because at that time, there was all this discussion. Oh, unless you go out and distribute books, you're not even a devotee. That's what the preaching was like. It was so hardcore. So I wanted to get it clarified. Prabhupada, what pleases you the most? So Prabhupada, for some reason, he asked his secretary, His Holiness Tamal Krishna Goswami, what was my, to repeat his question, my question. So of course he repeated his question. And then Prabhupada tilted his head, closed his eyes, and got close to the microphone and said, if you love Krishna. And everybody was, what? He didn't say book distribution? No. Prabhupada said, if you love Krishna. So I've taken this as my personal instruction from my spiritual master. Prabhupada got a direct order from his spiritual master at the very first meeting. Preach in English and that same instruction was repeated just before Bhakti Siddhanta Prabhupada's guru left this planet 
Prabhupada wrote Bhakti Siddhanta a letter saying, I'm a householder. I'm not like your brahmachari, sannyasi disciples. I'm not even living in the temple. I'm living outside. How can I serve you? And Bhakti Siddhanta again repeated the same message. If you preach in English, it'll be good for you and for those who hear. So we owe Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati everything because unless he gave that instruction, Prabhupada would never have come to America. Yes, Prabhupada specifically wanted to come to America. And what do you pick, of course? New York. He figured if I can capture New York, I've got it. So Prabhupada came to New York in 1965. What was on the radio at that time? Well, the big hit in the summer, I can't get no satisfaction. So Prabhupada was coming. I will give you satisfaction. The same time, what was the big Beatles song? Help, I need somebody. Prabhupada was thinking, yes, I have come to give help. And then, of course, another big song exactly in September when Prabhupada arrived. How does it feel to be on your own with no direction home, like a complete unknown? like a rolling stone. That was Prabhupada. He came by himself with 40 rupees. At that time, 40 rupees was about seven US dollars. And when Prabhupada arrived, he was just, as he said, he wrote, I didn't know where to turn here or to turn there. Fortunately, there was a sponsor a uh, Indian gentleman who was known to Prabhupada through his father. So Prabhupada spent some time, but the first temple, it took Prabhupada one year to establish the first Hare Krishna temple in 26 Second Avenue in New York. So let's get to the song. I've given you a nice little story. How did I do? Did you like it? All right. So let's do, we'll sing it little by little and explain as we go along. I like that format. Padamakaruna Pahudvijana Nithai Goda Chandra Padamakaruna Pahudvijana Nithai Goda Chandra Shabha Avatar Sarashiro Mani Kevala Ananda Kanda Shabha Avatar Sarashiro Mani Kevala Ananda Kanda Parama Karuna Karuna means merciful but 
Paramakaruna, this is writ song is written in Bengali. Most of our songs are in Sanskrit or Bengali. So not only is Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda merciful, but they are extremely merciful. So these two lords, their names, everybody say, Nitai, Gora Chandra. So these two lords are on our first altar. Then, Sabha Avatar, Sara Shiromani. That these two lords, Nityananda and Chaitanya, they are the essence of all the incarnations of God. There are six kinds of incarnations. But these two lords, they are not only the essence, Sar, but Shiromani, the crown jewel. They are the best of all incarnations. Why? Kevala Ananda Kanda. They have brought a process of self-realization which is simply blissful. Their process is so easy. Bhagavad Gita, Krishna himself says, Susukam Kartum Avyayam. This Krishna consciousness is Susukam. Sukam means happy. But Susukam means extremely happy. Or it can mean easy. So this song is saying, Kevala Ananda Kanda. Their process is simply blissful. That process is chant the holy name of God, dance, and my favorite, take prasad. Yes. Sometimes people say, oh, why did you join a Hindu religion? You came from Christian family. Why did you accept Hindu? I said, well, I'm not a Hindu. No. My religion is chant, dance, take prasad. Yeah. It's non-sectarian. It's Catholic. The, I was raised a Catholic. The word Catholic means universal. So, Nityananda and Chaitanya's process is universal. And they're so liberal. They're so liberal that, oh, you don't like Krishna and Rama? That's okay. Whatever name of God you have, chant that name. Allah. That's okay. Chant it. Don't do any killing, but just do the chanting. Or Jehovah, Buddha, Yahweh, Adonai, whatever name of God there is, just chant it. Chant it loudly. Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda, they very much like loud chanting. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram. Now I know I've got you. By that response, it means I've got your attention. I've done my job. Now I have to keep it. All right. So that's the first verse. Kevala Ananda. Their process is simply joyful. Yes. Another, 
another thing people ask me over the years since I joined. Uh, what was the reason you joined? So that I, I have many answers because it's not just one. But sometimes I give the answer, I joined this movement to be happy. I want to be happy. Yes. I could never do that yoga where you have to. Like my wife, she does the yoga. I've tried. Uh, no. No. But I like this happy yoga of Krishna consciousness. Yes, that's all I wanted out of life. I just want to be happy. Now I'm 72, and in a few months I'll be 73. And I can say, I can look anyone and say, yes, I'm happy. Yes. So let's go. There's four verses. Shall we go to number two? Bajo bajo bhai, Chaitanya Nitai. Sudridha Vishwasa Kodi Bajo Bajo Bhai Chaitanya Nitai Sudridha Vishwasa Kodi Vishaya Chadhiya Sherashe Majiya Muke Bolo Hari Hari Vishaya Chadhiya Sherashe Majiya Mukke bolo hari hari Mukke bolo hari hari Mukke bolo hari hari So the author now he is addressing everyone as by brother He's addressing everyone in the world Bajo bajo ah just worship these two lords, Chaitanya and Nittai. That's all he's saying. Just worship them, but Sudridha Vishwasakori, with firm faith and conviction. Not lukewarm. No. We have an expression in Iskan. Fired up. Are you fired up? Yes. You have to be enlivened, enthused. Those of us who receive the Gayatri mantras in ISKCON, there's this word, everybody say, Prachodayat. That means the spiritual master, Lord Chaitanya, they enliven, they enthuse, they encourage. So by this process, if you apply it, you should become enlivened. So, the author is saying, worship Lord Chaitanya with full faith and conviction. Now, how will you get that? Because you don't start off like that. No, you get that by association. By being around other devotees, you become infected with their enthusiasm there that's why i love coming but sunday especially so many people are here when i see you with tilak or i see you chanting and dancing i become encouraged i become enthused and 
You should also, by seeing the others, oh, I'm not the only one. There are so many people who worship Chaitanya and Nityananda. And we're all brothers and sisters. After all, what does Krishna say in Bhagavad Gita? I am the seed-giving father. Everyone is my part and parcel. So that means we're all Krishna's family. Gurupag, yes, we're all part of the same family because we recognize the Supreme Father, Krishna. Now, this next part is a little heavy. Vishaya Chadiya Sherase Majiya. Now in this verse he's saying, but not only do you have to worship Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda with firm conviction and faith, but you also have to give up gross sense gratification. That's why to become an initiated disciple, you have to follow four vows. No meat flesh eating, no illicit sex, no intoxication, no gambling. Otherwise, you'll not have the proper determination. You won't be Sudrida Bishwa. You won't have confirmed fiction and faith. So every devotee makes these vows at the time of initiation, giving up these four pillars of sinful life. And actually, when you make those vows and you decide, yes, I will live this sinless life, you feel liberated. You feel like the weight of the world is off your shoulders. And it is called, when you get initiated, it is called second birth. First birth is from mother and father. But there is a second birth, which is by mother Vedas and the guru, the spiritual master, the father. So you get, and not just like at birth, we give our children names. So when you get your second birth, you get a new name. No more Nicholas Damien D'Angelo. No, Nerantaradasa Haribo. Yes, you get a name that reminds you that you are the eternal servant of Krishna. And anyone who's gotten that initiation, the minutes before you're wondering, what's my name going to be? What's my name going to be? I hope it's a good one. I hope it's not Shiro Dakashai Vishnu. <laughs> I know there's one spiritual master. He has thousands and thousands of disciples. So some of his disciples have names as big as this. So you're, but then when you get that name, it's like, ah, oh, that's like so many times going out preaching our good Christian brethren, they would come up to me, are you saved? Oh yes, I'm saved. I have my new name. I have my spiritual master. Yes, we've been saved. And I know personally in my life, so many times Krishna saved me. So many times. When I was 
between a, what is that, a rock and a hard place, right? That, that expression that's happened so many times. When all else failed, Hare Krishna, everybody. You know, you guys are the best audience. You guys are really into it. This is the secret of preaching. If you read Bhagavatam, you see, as you read, Shukadev becomes enlivened by Parikshit's questions. Same way with Sutta Goswami, when the sages of Naimisharanya ask him, he becomes enlivened. So when I hear you chant, Krishna, yeah, you get a jing. When, you, when I hear that strong response, I become enthused, prachodayat. So now, muke bolo hari hari. So if you can worship Lord Chaitanya Nityananda with firm conviction and faith, and give up that sinful life, then with your mouth, hari hari. Yes, there is a statement in the Vedas that those two syllables, Hari, Hari, that means you've already studied all the Vedas. Yes, there is a statement like that. That what is your uh, diploma that you have studied the Vedas? That you can utter Hari. Hari. We're doing good. Two more verses. Then we'll take prashad. I'm hungry. Are you hungry? Yes. For good prashad. Yes. One of the main reasons why I joined. That's another story. I've told hundreds of times. Prashad. Decore by tribuvane nai Emona doyala dutta Take ore by tribuvane nai Emona doyala dat Pashu paki jure Pashana vidare Shunijara gunagata Pashu paki jure Pashana vidare Shunijara gunagata so now, the author says, Now, my dear brothers, just consider, if their process is simply blissful, if their process is simply chant, dance, take prashad, then there's nobody like these two worshipful lords in all the three worlds. There's nobody like them. They are so charitable. And their qualities, their transcendental qualities are so great that even just by hearing the stones melt and the, the birds can cry. Yes, there is such nice descriptions of Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. And if you read them, you, you, your heart melts. You feel so much happiness reading about the good qualities of Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda. Now, Prabhupada mentions 
because there's an incident during the time of Lord Chaitanya that he was walking through a forest known as Jari Kanda. And Lord Chaitanya, he's God, he's Krishna, he's all-powerful. Lord Chaitanya was able to get the animals to chant. So Prabhupada says, now we are not in that category that we can get the animals to chant the holy name. But we can at least approach any human being, which nowadays, now nah, I'm not going to go there. Anyway, we can approach any human being and request them. Just chant, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. That much we can do. We can request anyone and everyone, just like Nityananda used to do. I beg you to chant the name Krishna, whoever we meet, just by saying, Hare Krishna. Very simple. If you're going shopping, just greet the teller. Hare Krishna. See what happens. All right, we have one more verse. Sangsare Majiya Rohili Pariya Shepade Nahilo Asha Sangsare Majiya Rohili Pariya Shepade Nahilo Ash Apanakarama Gunjaye Shamana Kohoye Lokchana Dasa Apanakaroma Bunjaye Shamana Kohoye Lokchanadasa Paramakoruna Pahudwijana Nitai Gora Chandra Paramakoruna Pahudwijana Nitai Gora Chandra so, the author of this song, as most Vaishnavas do, they put their name at the end. There is this expression, put your name on it, meaning back up what you say. You know, don't just be passive aggressive. No, if you're going to say something, write something, own it, put your name on it. So the Vaishnava poets, they do that. At the end of their songs, they put their names. So, this is typical for Vaishnava Acharyas. That even though actually they are the most elevated devotees, they see themselves as ordinary fallen souls. That this natural humility is there. We see it in the pages of Chaitanya Charitamrita, the author Krishna Das. Although he's so exalted, he puts himself down so many times, he grovels himself. So Lochan Das, he was almost a contemporary of Lord Chaitanya. And he's saying, I have to admit, I have been entrapped in this materialistic sense gratification. 
Of course he's not. But he's putting himself in that position to make it easier for us to identify. So I feel that I am entrapped. So what's he going to do? He's going to fall down at the lotus feet of Nityananda and Chaitanya. Same thing with Bhakti Vinod. I gave a class a few months ago on the song Jeev Jago. So at the end of the song, Bhakti Vinod Thakur says, I fell at the feet of Lord Chaitanya and I begged from him this Maha Mantra. Everybody, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So how does he end the song? He says I have no actual attachment for this process Actually the technical term is Sankirtan Everybody say Sankirtan means glorification but some complete full. Kirtan is when we chant and describe like I'm doing Kirtan right now. It can mean singing or it can be speaking about God. That's called Kirtan, glorification. But some Kirtan means complete, full. So this process of Lord Chaitanya Nityananda hearing and chanting and dancing and feasting this is called Sankirtan, complete, full glorification. So the author placing himself in the position of an ordinary conditioned soul says that I must be punished by Yamaraj, the Lord of Death, because Nahilo Asha, I have no real aspiration for this process. I must be punished so in this way we can judge ourselves how far we have advanced in our spiritual life you can tell you can self-test how do you know that you've made some advancement because as soon as something about Krishna comes you're attracted whenever there is some talk about Krishna you want to hear. You become inspired. You want to come to the temple. You want to associate with devotees. Or you want to do some service. Like Naikatma was mentioning that for Gaur Purnima, there is service opportunities. So if you have some uh, aspiration, some enthusiasm from that, then you can tell, oh, I've made some advancement. Yes, you can test. Am I more attracted to going to the movies? Or am I more attracted to hear and chant about Krishna? You can answer that for yourself. I've, I've, I've said so many times. You know, when we were kids, we had that teeter-totter, right? One person sits down, the other person goes up. Then the other person sits down hard and the, right? So both can't be up at the same time. One is up, one is down. So how do you know 
that you've made some spiritual advancement? Nivritta Trishna. This is a phrase found in the beginning of the 10th canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Nivritta Tarshaya Upagiyamanad. That if you notice your materialistic fever, I'm not talking about a fever. I'm talking about a materialistic fever, meaning what is my desire to enjoy material sense gratification? For most people who are not devotees, that fever is 107. They're going all day. I want to go here. I want to do this. I want to go here, there. But devotees, their material fever should be way down. Like we used to say in the 60s. Cool, man. Cool. Yes. We didn't understand what it meant. But cool means my material desires have become less and less and less important. And my spiritual fever is blazing. What is my spiritual fever? I want to chant. I want to sing. I want to preach. I want to do service. That is like a burning desire. Then you know you've made some advancement. So you can test which one's up which one, like, like the stock market. The stock market is up and down, right? One day, and you all know, oh my God, oh my God, oh. right? We're so invested. So, you should be invested in your spiritual life. And you should maximize your return on investment. Yes. So that means putting more emphasis, more energy, make it priority. Over the past 40, 50 years, as I've been a devotee, from time to time, people write me, oh, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I go here? Should I? I do counseling for people around the world. And my answer to these questions are always the same. How should you make your decisions? So if you take this new job, or if you get married, or you would make this decision, how is it going to affect your spiritual daily regimen, your sadhana? If by taking this new multi-million job, does that mean you won't have time for Hare Krishna? Won't have time for reading Prabhupada's books. But if you have a situation become apparent to you and it's in your good interest and at the same time it will not detract from your spiritual life, go for it. Everything can be based on that. How is it going to affect my spiritual life? That's how you should consider. Always understanding that how is it going to affect my spiritual bank account, my bhakti account, which we all have. Prabhupada used to say, every little bit of service is being recorded 
in your devotee account and the president and the United States government cannot touch it. It's not like this crypto fraud, no. Your spiritual account is secure. And Krishna note, Prabhupada said, even the little children, they may be clapping or imitating the adults jumping up and down. Oh, it gets noted in their account. And at the end, oh, I see. You can go back to Godhead. Who wants to go back to Godhead? Yes, every hand should be raised. Otherwise, what are you doing here? Let's finish up and take prasad. How does that sound? All right, here's, here's how we're going to finish up. I sing, you sing. Follow the bouncing sadhu. Nitai Goranga, Nitai Goranga. Yes, clap your hands. Good. Nitai Goranga, Godahari. Godahari, Godahari. Nithai Goranga Godahari 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 Nithai Goranga Godahari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Bellow, beautiful, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Everybody, one more time. I'm going to give you a great hand because you guys, very nice, very loud, enthusiastic. So I am known in ISKCON as the blesser. Who wants blessings? All right. There's no charge. But you have to fold your hands over your heart. Close your eyes and I will give you blessings. My dear Lord Chaitanya and Nityananda, these nice devotees patiently, enthusiastically, wholeheartedly heard your message. So I ask you, Lord, you're in their hearts. Remove all the obstacles in their heart so that they can see you and feel your presence and may they become more and more attached to you. How does that? Let's all chant one more time the Maha Mantra.
thank you very much. I come here once a month. I hope to see you again. May Krishna bless you. And good luck with your preaching and chanting. And now take prasadam, Prabhupada's instruction, up to your necks to your full satisfaction. Haribol. <laughs>